Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. and I pray that the message will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my, 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 my Savior God, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art. <laughs> How great thou art. How great thou art. How great thou art. Great are you, Lord. How great. How great. <laughs> Woo! There's none greater, there's none better. Hallelujah. Woo! Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise and we give you glory. God, we thank you for this great and glorious day. This is a day we've never seen before and we'll never see this day again. God, so in the remaining hours of this day, we'll magnify, extol, and exalt you. God, we'll lift you up that men might be drawn unto you. God, we thank you for that. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we praise you. And we thank you for the word that will go forth in power and in demonstration. God, we thank you for signs, wonders, and miracles following your word, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Giving honor to God and to our pastor, Bishop Jackson, while he's on the mission field, and Lady Jackson along with him. We just thank God for them and to all the elders and ministers in the house. We thank you for being here and all the uh, leaders of the house. We thank you for being here this morning. <coughs> yes, dear Jesus, I thank you. This is a Minister Simon, I thank you this morning. Thank you. Praise team, awesome. This morning, I'd like to share with you the scripture that says, Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And it says, Come unto me all, Ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm going to share with you the legend of Jesus. 
the best yoke maker in Nazareth. In the days that Jesus, when Jesus came and he was living with, you may be seated, when he was living with his earthly parents. Thank you. Thank you. When he was living with his earthly parents, as all young men and women did, they followed in the steps of their parents, learning the trades that their parents had. Mostly the boys, it wasn't the girls, it was mostly men who learned, boys who learned their father's trade. And um, although he had already had an assignment from his heavenly father, but he still had, he was still expected to be and to do what he was, he had set to the earth to do and follow in the, follow, follow in the footsteps of his earthly father first before his ministry started. So he did this for 30 years. He followed in his father's, earthly father's footsteps. And in that time that he was working as a carpenter, the legend has it that during those quiet years of Jesus, uh, of Jesus before the people, uh, before he came before the people, for people from all around Nazareth, they came and they brought their oxen. And when they brought their oxen, he would measure them, height, width, shoulders, just to see how to fit that yoke on their necks, in their backs. And <laughs> it's not strange that in seven days, it was finished. <laughs> Just like, he, you know, he's following the pattern, the seven-day pattern, amen? So in seven days, it was finished, and they brought their animals in. And, and they said that he, he would smooth that wood so it wouldn't chafe the animal, and it would be easy for the animal to work long hours, long days, long weeks. Amen? So this is, that was his reputation. That's the legend of Jesus, the master yoke maker. So now, let's bring it on up. Matthew 11, 28 and 30, it just covers it all. <clears throat> when you receive an invitation to like a natural party. You expect cake, candy, whatever, you know, expect a happy time, celebrating. You expect to enjoy company of one another. You, that's just your expectation. You know, but, but, but you know, you, you intend to celebrate the whole time and just enjoy the company of others and just participate in treating that person who, who's celebrating, treating that person nicely, amen? But then Jesus sends this invitation. He says, come. And the, the, the funny thing about it is that when you come, you have to, it's, a, it's conditional. It, it's, it's conditional. And, and the reason I say it's conditional, you have to be labored. You have to be heavy laden. You, you have to be all of those things before. You have to be unlearned, because he said, learn of me. You have to be tired. So, so now, let, let's just, let's, let's do come. He says, come. The meaning of come is to approach or move towards a particular person or place. So when he says, come, he says, come unto me. He didn't say go to Polaris. He didn't say go to a mall. He didn't say go, you know, so he didn't say, he, no, no, no. He said, come unto me. But you come, when you come, it's conditional. You have to have all those things going on in your life before you can come. You have to see the need to come. So it says, 
because he could use, he, pardon me, because he created us and because of our disobedience, we're fallen. He knows what we need. He knew that when, when we failed, when man fell, there was hopelessness, anxiety, long, long time, uh, carrying a load a long time, carrying the worries, not, not knowing how to cast our cares on him. That's, that's why he said, come. Come in the condition you're in. It's conditional that you come to me like you are. So he says, he says right here, he says, for all who are stressed and tired and weary and weighed down, you come. Rest from the oppression of Jewish leaders because he, he talked about things that occurred during the time of lead, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And during that time, they made it hard for people to live. They made it, they added law after law after law after law, burdening, burdening the people down. And it was hard enough to do the Ten Commandments, let alone adding more and more and more. But they pressed the people, they oppressed the people. And, and that, was, that was always, and so when Jesus said, come, you're heavy late, you got that mess on you that they put on you. I didn't do that. Because he went on to say, so my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm not going to put a heavy burden on you. That's my job. Then he goes on to say here, it says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. This indicates that we could surrender for the servitude of the kingdom to humbly do his will and to bow before him and to allow him to guide us and direct us into all things. He said, learn of me. Learn to know Jesus personally. Learning about how to live and how we should best serve him. This is all he wanted from our lives. It's for us to imitate him. If we act like him, we'll be all right. He said, for I am meek and lowly of heart. So, you know, you have some people who are heady and high-minded and their hearts are hard towards other people. And they get, you know, they, they get pleasure, just like the Pharisees. They got pleasure out of putting the pressure on, on the Jewish community. They got, they got pleasure out of it, but that's, that's not pleasurable. For, that wasn't pleasurable for Jesus, and that's not a thing that we want to do either. We want to make it as easy for people to follow Jesus as possible. We don't want to make it hard. We don't, you can't do this, and you can't do that, and you have to do this. No, 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 no. We want to show you the things that you can do. There was nobody that Jesus passed by that wasn't good enough for him to talk to. There was nobody that was in, in sickness or in, in, in despair that he wasn't able to minister to. He ministered to them. <laughs> he took time. Because to come to him, they had to have a condition. To come to Jesus, you have to have a condition. <laughs> Labored, heavy laden, weary, burdened. <laughs> That's right. He says here, he says, now, when you, when you follow Jesus and you act like he acts, Psalm says, 
Mark the perfect man. For the end of that man is peace. Psalms 37 and 37. Mark the perfect man. For the end of that man is peace. And that's exactly what he's going to give you when you come. (laughs) Peace. The peace of God that passes all understanding will keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. That's what it takes to make it through this. That's what he's going to exchange that oppression and that depression and that sadness and that sorrow. That's what he's going to exchange and give you. The, his peace. There's no peace like his peace. There's no joy like his joy. And you know what? I'm going to tell you this. He said, whenever he gives you joy, you know what we're going to give you? Strength. Don't ever ask for strength. Just ask for joy. God, give me joy. Give me great joy that I might garner great strength. That's all I need. If I can garner great strength, I can make it through this day. I can get by. Because I mean, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So he says, I am meek and lowly of heart, being kind and tenderhearted and compassionate and humble, not to be overbearing, harsh, and abrasive, his laws are also reasonable and easy to obey. Neither he or his laws enslave us. We're not slaves. We want to do it. He's given us a position in him that we want to do. We want to listen. We want to obey you. We want to act like you. We don't want to act like anybody else because, you know, acting like you will, get, will advance us in the kingdom. That causes us to be more of a kingdom citizen. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> act like me. He said, act, act like me. Learn of me. And when we learn of him, we recognize that we have everything we need. We'll talk like him. We'll walk like him. We'll, we'll treat others like he treats us. Amen? He said, rest for our souls. Now, this is a good one. The soul is the mind, the will, the intellect, the seat of the emotions. So when he said rest for your souls, I'm going to give you rest in your mind, rest in your soul, I mean rest in your intellect, rest in your emotions. I'm going to give you rest. I'm going to give you rest in your will. I'm going, your will is going to exchange. Your, your will is not going to be your will. It's going to be my will. I'm going to give you rest for your soul. I'm going to help your will come into line with my will. And as we do, we'll see that rest. We'll see that rest. Rest. He, you know, he, now, before, in the, early, in the early part of the scripture, he said, and I'll give you rest. But he's specific on this one. I'll give you rest for your soul. And where does the trouble start? Over and over and over and over, the enemy will attack that mind. Over and over and over. And if you don't have the word in there to combat that foolishness, you'll end up saying, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Yes, you can. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The enemy is going to attack it because that's the playground of the enemy. That's his playground. But once we get born again and we establish the word on the inside, in the mind, the the will, the intellect, there is no way he can keep it up. There is no way he can keep talking to us and we listen. You know, hey, look, I'm not supposed to, you're not supposed to be close to my ears. Don't you know your position is under my feet? 
Your position is under my, what do you mean trying to talk to me? Who are you? You know, you, look, I'm telling you, when, when, when people come up to you, and you know, like, will you get this? Will you buy this? Will you? No, I don't want to do that. No, you tell other people no. Tell the devil no. Tell him no. No, you're not talking to me. You're not going to say anything to me. That's not God. I'm not hearing that. This is what the word says about that. That I have the peace of God that passes all understanding. That all my needs are met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He said he'd take care of me. And you know what? There's a scripture that it says, and God cannot lie. <laughs> he is truth, so he can't lie. Truth can't lie. So as, as you're walking through the days and through the nights and through the, through the times and the years, you have to always remember, no, you're not talking to me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm not hearing you because this is what the word says. And then he'll leave you alone. He says, he's always seeking whom he may devour. He's, he's looking, always looking. Let's see if I can mess with you today. No, you can't mess with me today. Today or ever. I'm sealed with the Holy Ghost. I guess you didn't read that to the day of redemption. I guess you don't know that. I'm sealed to the day of redemption. Don't bother me. You ain't got no conversation for me. When you had me, you should have killed me. No, I belong to somebody else now. Somebody else has a purchase ticket on me. I'm here to tell you that it's been paid in blood. And it was proven that he, and it was proven that he is who he is because on the third day he arose from the dead and ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. But before he went, he gave us the keys of the kingdom. And the keys of the kingdom is to bind and loose. Behold, I give you the keys of the kingdom, not to the kingdom. Salvation is key to the kingdom, but keys of the kingdom keys of the kingdom. And this is what you do. I buy, you can bind and loose. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So this is what we do. If you have a, a child or a situation or a job or a, a boss man that's out of their mind, you say, mm, I loose you from that spirit of ignorance and I bind you to wisdom, understanding, and knowledge how to deal with me on a daily basis. And now that it's bound on earth and loosed in heaven, I've got the what? V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. I absolutely do, and I'll walk it out. Now then, <laughs> I already came to, to Jesus with a condition, and he's given me rest for my soul. Rest from my soul, the mind, the will, the intellect, the seat of the emotions. That every time something goes on, I don't go, oh, God. No, 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 no. Uh -uh, uh -uh. No, I have a father who loves me and who cares for me. And who all, who all, you know what? This is so good. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And as they praise, he was saying, it's his breath in our lungs. Absolutely, because he's everywhere. And if he's everywhere, every time you breathe, you're breathing in Jesus. It's his breath in, in, in our lungs, his breath, because we're breathing him in, because he's everywhere all the time. There is nowhere that God is not. 
<laughs> it's his breath in our lungs. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I'll give you rest for your soul. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It says here, it goes on to say, uh, get them all together. When we learn of him, it's hard to get, what did I say, decompressed? We're hardwired. After him, after we learn of him, he hardwires that in, into us. It, it's in there. It's, it's not going anywhere. It's hardwired. That, you know, and I hear people sometimes say, you know, forgive me for the sins that I know and sins I don't know. Oh, no, no, you know. When you say, you know what you do. You know, when you're born again, you know, you already know because the conviction of the Holy Ghost is on you. And you know what you, you know, you know. So he, when he sends out the invitation, he's going to give us all these things. He's going to give us rest from our labor. He's going to give, take the, he said, take this yoke upon you. And he said, and, and, and even as he taught about the yoke or requested or said to the people that he was ministering to, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. He said, for it is easy. And the, the reason they could understand that is because of the, his legend. They understood that because it was his reputation. And I, I, I think about how the Pharisee, it was like Pharisee the, uh, said, is there anything good coming out of Nazareth? Absolutely. Absolutely. The best yoke maker. And when he asked you, come, take this yoke upon you and learn of me. He's already measured it. <laughs> He's already measured you for the yoke. He said, and then, then you know, he encourages us. Even, even after that, he's, he encourages us to uh, Paul. He says, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Be not unequally yoked. When we're not yoked, with him, we cannot or should not yoke with someone who is not believing the same way. If they're believing a different way, then you say, okay, I'll see you later. Bye. Or you say, listen, I've got something for you. I want to tell you about Jesus. And in the condition you're in, you're perfect. You're perfect for him. He, 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 wants, to, he wants to minister to you on a regular basis. He wants to love on you on a regular basis. Now, you don't have to be, you don't have to stay in the shape that you're in. Let's <laughs> say the potter wants to put you back together again. I tell you, in the name of Jesus, he will, all he wants to do is get you trained, train you up. He said, train a child in the way it should go. And we absolutely are his children. We're nothing but his children. He's teaching us daily how to walk with him how to talk with him, how to know him, how to know his presence, how to know what he will and won't do, how to, how to understand our brothers and sisters in Christ, how to understand how to make it through the week, how to make it through the day, sometimes how to make it through the hour. He shows us. He ministers to us all the time. And, and who better to be yoked up with than the Lord Jesus Christ? Because, you know, you know, when he said his yoke was easy, can you imagine you know, you skipping along and he's carrying that load. He's carrying that load. You know, he's carrying the heavy part. We're just enjoying the, the, the reaping the blessings of it. Amen. As long as he's carrying the heavy part, we can make it. 
Because that's why he said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm not going to give you anything that's going to be hard. As even as a parent, we don't, we don't pressure our children. We don't oppress them. We don't make it hard on them to live. We love on them until they get to the place where they want to hear what we have to say. But we're always saying, God, I thank you that their appetite is towards you. That they hunger and thirst after righteousness. And according to your word, they shall be filled. And you said, if we ask anything in Jesus' name, you would do it. And we think it would do, count it done. So there's nothing that he won't do for us. He'll never oppress us. He'll never cause, let, let us leave us alone. Because I'm going to tell you something. When, when you're left alone, you're left to your thoughts. When you're left alone, you don't have anything to count on or, or work with or anything to deal with or to love. Or you don't even know what love is when you're left alone. When you're left alone, it's quiet on the outside. But the enemy is going boop, 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 boop. But I tell you what, all you got to do is say, the peace of God that passes all understanding keeps my heart and mind through Christ Jesus, my Lord. Book, beat it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stay free. Get free, stay free. There's more freedom in the yoke <laughs> than there is a burden. There's freedom in the yoke. You're free. Free to be who God has called you to be. Before you left heaven to land in your mommy's belly, before you left heaven, there was a plan already written for you. And when he sent you, he sent you with an assignment. And I don't know what your assignment is, but you, you find out. You, you, you yoke up with him, you'll find out. When you yoke up with him, you, okay, God, I know you sent me here to the earth's rim for a reason. I need to see what the reason is. Why did you send me? What is my assignment? Tell me as much as you can so I will thwart that assignment. I, I want to do what you've called me to do. I want to say what you've called me to say. I want to be yoked with you. Because I know you won't do anything. You won't give me anything that's insurmountable. You'll always make sure. <laughs> and even if it is insurmountable, to me, piece of cake to him. It's not hard for him. Because the Bible says there's nothing too hard for God. Nothing. So we trust that. So while we're here and we're ministering to him and he's ministering to us, that assignment will start coming up, knowing what you're supposed to do and when to do it. That assignment will start, okay, I can serve the poor. Okay. Okay, I can do this. I can help the homeless. Okay, okay, God, I see what you're saying. Extend to the person that's in need. Be a good Samaritan. You see him it's struggling? Be a good Samaritan. Stop. Put a little oil on the head and get them to a safe place. And tell whoever's taking care of them, I'll take care of the bill when I get back. You know, be good, just like him. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Or treat others. No, no, no. Treat others like Jesus would treat them. Because while you're in that yoke, you're going to do exactly like him. You're not going to do any differently. 
because we have to take that yoke seriously. Now, being yoked, he's going he's to show you precisely where to go, what to do, who to talk to, how to deliver his word to other people, people who don't know. Maybe even to give somebody a Bible. Maybe to give an encouraging word or just a smile. Sometimes, you know, you, you see people, they, they have their head down and they're looking so sad. And the reason they're looking sad is because nobody smiled at them. Nobody said, hi, how are you? You know, nobody acknowledged them. That's a sad place. You know, you go, you know, this world is fast paced, absolutely. But we have a savior who has put in us an invitation to others. That's our assignment. He's put in us a way to invite others to come. Come. Come to him. Come to a place of rest. Come to a place of peace. Come to a place of learning. Come to a place of wisdom. Come. All these things are involved in, in that yoke. Everything that we need, everywhere that we go, every, everything that we think about is involved in that yoke. Think on these things. <laughs> That's what we have to do. Think on the things that are lovely, the things that are true, things of a good report. Think on these things. We have to think on the things that are right, that dignify his word even more in us. When we walk into a place, it shouldn't be a question about whether we're born again or not. People should know. You know why? Because sometimes people are just drawn to you. Sometimes they just walk up to you, how are you? Fine. And that's the opportunity you get to say, come. Take his yoke upon you. Come. He'll do you good. Not just, not just to miss hell, but to serve. Just like him. That's what he did. He served. <laughs> Didn't he wash his disciples' feet? He said, I came not to be served, but to serve. So that's first of all for us, to serve, to serve one another, to make disciples, to share the word of God, to operate in the assignment that he's given us. As we go through this week, think about being yoked with him. Think about what he's going to give you when you do. Think about the condition that you're in. Because you can't come just on your own. It, I mean, you know, it's conditional. You come with situations and circumstances like an anchor hanging around your neck, drowning. It's important that we look to him. Thank God for the yoke that he's placed on us to do his will, to operate in. <clears throat> to operate in the earth realm, just like him. When we say to the mountain, be thou removed hence, and do not doubt in our hearts, but believe those things shall come to pass, we shall have whatsoever we say. Watch it come to pass. Didn't he do it? We have our father's DNA. That's a part of our assignment, is to speak things into existence, 
to call those things that be not as though they were. That's a, that's a part of our assignment. That's a part of being yoked. When you're yoked with him, you do the things that he does or has done. And, and I think the word of God says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is that what the word says? Okay, all right. So if he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, then nothing's changed. That means that we can do exactly what he did and what he does. We have that ability. It's in our DNA. That's us. It's all a part of who we are. If, if you go around saying, you know, I'm sick, okay, I'm broke, okay. You have what you say. He's given us an ability in our tongues. So he walked out into nothing. He said, light be. And it was light. You know, uh, you know just, just like that. He believed that. He, he said it, and it came to pass. You know, light here, day here, night here, moon here, sun here. He called all those things, and all those things into existence. And just think, if we're yoked with him, we have the same ability to do. We have that same ability. We can do it. We call those things into existence that we need to see. We call them. You know, I, I hear people, some TV ministers, and I, you know, I'm not trying to be funny or nothing, but money cometh. Okay, that's nice. But that's not what God gave you that for. He, he gave you that for the kingdom, not for money. He gave that to you to call people into the kingdom. That's, that's why he gave you that. That's why souls for the kingdom. That's all he, he expects us. You know, he said he'd supply the need. So <laughs> you don't have to call money. <laughs> you don't have to. All you have to do is do what he said do. Speak it. Speak it. Reach in and look at that assignment. Okay, my assignment is to call people out of darkness into the marvelous light and have a word for them when they get here. Tell them who Jesus is and how he loves them and how he wants to keep them from all hurt, harm, and danger. That's his ability and his love that a father, that's the ability of a father towards us. Amen? Come. What a glorious invitation. It's just like you see on the fans, <laughs> the church fans, is, is you see Jesus on the outside knocking. He's knocking on the doors of our hearts. This is what's been told to us, but the Bible says that. As he's knocking, it's up to us, up to, us to come to the door and open it. You can't just sit in there and not open it. You have to come to the door and open it so he can come in. And he'll give you rest for your soul. As we go into this week, knowing and believing that God is who he is, and I, I don't, I'm not going to say God is good. I'm going to say God is God. That's how he described himself to Moses, wasn't he? He says, I am that I am. That's, you, know, you tell him who I am. You can, I am that I am sent you. So God is God. Okay? So as we go through this week, remembering who we are, and whose we are. Just remember, he wants you to come. He wants you to learn. He wants you to take that yoke. He wants to give you rest. 
He's a good yoke maker. So if there's anyone here this morning or in Facebook, our Facebook family, that does not know Jesus and the free pardoning of your sins, now is the time to come. Now is the time to come with your condition. Come with your heartache. Come with your pain. Come with your sorrow, whatever you're coming with. Come with your, uh, your, your weakness. Come with your tiredness. Come with your burdens. Come. It's, it's time to come. He wants you to come to him so he can give you rest. Rest for your physical man. Rest for your soul. Rest. So you, when, you, when you rest in him, there's no word. When you're yoked with him, there's no heavy burden to carry. So I, I want to just invite you to know Jesus. Come. He's already sent the invitation. And he'll keep sending it until day of his return. He'll not stop sending his invitation. When he invites you, that's a great invitation. When he says come, that's the best thing that could ever happen. When we leave our position and step into his, that's a whole different world. That's a whole different place of living. There's a whole different place of abiding. He has the exact precise place just for you so he can show you how and what to do. And when you learn of him, you'll walk in his stature. If there's anyone here in the building that would like to know Jesus, raise your hand or stand to your feet. And I'm going to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise and we give you glory. Father, we recognize and know that we're sinners. Save you. Save us, Father God. Save us from ourselves. Save us from the situations and circumstances that we're in. God, we want to live for you. We want to always be yours, God. We thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. We thank you that he paid the price for our sins and our separation. God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for salvation. God, we thank you right now. And as we surrender our hearts to you, God, we thank you for allowing us to yoke with you. And we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world 
on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.